What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. On today's podcast, we have assistant captain of the Robert Morris women's hockey team, Emily Curlett. Uh, before we get to the interview, I'd just like to ask if you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, leave a rating and review, also follow our Instagram and Spotify as well. This helps our podcast grow and helps new people find it, and I appreciate it very much. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. Like I mentioned earlier, on today's podcast, we have assistant captain Emily Carlett. She's one of the best players on Robert M- M- Morris's women's hockey team. Uh, she leads the program in goals scored. So without further ado, here is Emily Carlett. Enjoy, everybody. Thank you. On today's podcast, we have Robert Morris University defenseman Emily Carlett. Emily, thank you so much for coming on today, and how's everything going? Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited. I'm going great, you know, just um, lifting, skating, kind of living a great life right now. Well, that's good to hear. And what's it it been like to prepare for this season? And what challenges have you faced trying to prepare? It's uh, definitely been a little different. Um, Definitely a bit frustrating just because things are very much out of your control. Um, You know, things change literally every day um, and they have been changing every day since March. So um, it's definitely been a bit frustrating, but also, um, you know, just a good, good character builder, honestly, learning how to adjust and prepare for something that is not quite preparable for. And uh, what are some of your goals for and expectations, not only for yourself, but for your team next year? Um, I think definitely just, Um, same kind of mindset, like building character across the whole team, because when you're facing something that you, you don't really know what's going to happen, it's, it's out of the ordinary. It's really just kind of builds the skill of adjusting and, um, adjusting through adversity. So I think definitely just rolling with the punches. We don't know what we're going to see. We don't know what teams we're going to play, um, when we're going to play and, uh, you know, what that's going to look like. So I guess just, um, you know, doing the best we can to, hold ourselves to the highest level we can. So when we, we do compete, we're ready to go. And you're also going to be a senior this year. What type of leadership do you hope to bring to Robert Morris? Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. What a senior year to have coming up, but um, definitely just trying to, to fill in some of the shoes that we lost. We lost three big seniors, um, big, big leadership roles. So um, just trying to be the, the rock that our team can lean on. Um, along with the rest of my senior class because, you know, we, we don't know what's going on. We don't know how to how to deal with it. But just setting the example of um, having a great mindset, great attitude, um, holding myself to, um, you know, an accountable level of excellence all the time, just being ready for anything um, with a great attitude. And um, growing up, how did you start playing hockey? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I have two older brothers and uh, my dad also played. So, um, when my two older brothers started playing, I uh, wanted to follow suit. So I started skating when I was probably four or five, um, and I've been playing ever since. Uh, no figure skating for me. I didn't really like it. But um, I played boys growing up until I was about 12, switched to girls, and then um, thankfully got scouted by Robert Morris, and um, you know the rest of the story goes from there. Now, did you have like a favorite player growing up or any team you like to watch? Uh, definitely a Red Wings fan. Um, yeah, I, I really, really liked watching. When I was younger, I really liked Cronwall um, and Lidstrom, but I didn't really get to see him as much. I was, I was a little young, but um, definitely now I would have to say my favorite player is Marty St. Louis. And um, did you like Pavel Datsuk growing up? Because I know he has <laughs> some great hands, especially for the Red Wings. Yeah, I, I never was a huge Datsuk fan just because I, I couldn't really relate as much. I was a defenseman and um, 
I, I just didn't really take to him as much. I, I kind of liked the big hits and the, um, like the grinder. I liked Helm a lot, you know, just the, yeah. the attitude. I liked it. Yeah. We, every Red Wings fan that I've talked to, they've always said Dotsuk or Henrik Zetterberg. So, um, now before Robert Morris, you were selected for the USA hockey select 66 camp. I just want to ask, what was that experience like for you? That was incredible. Um, it was, it was really cool. It was the first USA hockey experience I'd really ever had. Um, and it was just so much learning just to be in the room with players who had been there before. Um, now, you know, looking back, those players are now some of the best players in the country. So to be able to like play on a team with them was really, really cool. Um, and then like the leadership in the room, you know, between Bree Decker, Julie Chu and the Lamoureux twins. And it was just really exciting to, to learn from them and to see what that culture was like. Cause now that's the kind of culture that, I want to hold myself accountable to that level because that's where I want to end up. And you got to play with some gold medalists. Just talk about what they were like and getting to see them win the gold medal a few years later. Yeah, it was cool because, you know, you watch it on TV and you're like, oh, I skated with that girl or I watched that girl. Or, I played a one-on-one -on -one against that girl. I might not have won it, but um, it, it was exciting. It's, it's cool to see that much talent all on the ice and I don't think I appreciated it at the time but then later on you know now I'm in college and I play against those girls and I watch those girls like lead the country and stuff and um it's it's cool it's it's exciting to be able to be on the same sheet of ice as them so definitely something I take with me all the time and you also got to play for Little Caesars uh just what talk about that experience and how did it prepare you for college hockey Caesars would, was awesome. Um, it was it was quite the change from the team that I had been on previously. Just the practices were different. It was definitely like a, a bump up on expectations. And um, I came in one of the only girls that came from a different team. So just learning how to fit in and, and raise my myself to that level. Um, and, you know, it was just such a team atmosphere. And I really got to see what it was like to to click with other players. Um, but it was it was an awesome experience for sure. And uh, what was your recruiting process like, and why did you choose Robert Morris? I was um, I was a little slow in the recruiting. I, I got to Caesars when I was 16, and I knew pretty much nothing about recruiting at all or even really college hockey. Um, so they got me up to date with just looking at schools and figuring out that I want a big school or a small school, you know, like big campus, little campus, middle of nowhere, or city, and then um, I got a few looks from schools, but I, I was touring them, and um, – it was about October or November of my junior year. Um, that first season with Caesars that Robert Morris reached out to me and um, there's an email and they wanted to have a phone call and they did, but then they wanted me to tour. Um, so when I toured, um, I was blessed enough to, you know, be offered to come. And, um, you know, I knew that it was the right idea. It fit my idea for a school and um, it had everything I needed and it was division one hockey. So it, uh, it made sense for me. And what was the biggest adjustment you had to make coming into college hockey? Um, definitely the mindset and the consistency um, and the way I approach practices and just taking failure as a success. Um, I was really, really hard on myself and I like to be a perfectionist and um, that would kind of get on me in games. Like I would have one or two bad shifts and it would kind of ruin the whole period or the whole game even. So I think learning how to just take um, each mistake as its own and learning how to just put it behind me and move forward after that because that way you know it doesn't ruin my whole game it's just it was one bad shift and you know forget about it and move on that was definitely the biggest adjustment for me and um, in your first season 
you at Robert Morris, you lost in the CHA finals. What did you personally take away from that experience and how did it help you for your next two years? That was a tough loss. Um, it was a big, big and bad game for me at the same time. Um, I ended up, um, I was having like a, a tough battle with myself to just get down uh, these, these one-timers, which is kind of dumb that that was on my mind so much, but um, it was, and I ended up getting the one-timer down and scoring like a huge goal, but then I had a couple bad shifts, a couple penalties, and then it just totally whirlwind spiraled down from there. And I think I definitely learned to stay level-headed, stay consistent, have good nerves, um, but translate those nerves into, into, you know, consistent play because it's just another hockey game. And I didn't treat it like another hockey game. Um, I treated it like the biggest game I've ever played in and, you know, that just sets yourself up to choke. So um, I think that's probably the biggest thing I took out of that. And you also got your first goal shorthanded nonetheless. And what was that like? And who did you call first? Um, oh man, that was, yeah, that was a crazy goal. Um, that was an interesting game started out a little slow and then we kind of took off on goals, but um, it was incredible. I, I didn't really expect it. Um, I tried to keep my expectations low. That way I didn't feel disappointed, but um, it was cool. Both my parents were there. Um, so they got to see it, which was awesome. Um, I probably called my brothers next or maybe my grandparents, um, but I'm, I don't know if my dad beat me to it or not. He was so excited. And during your sophomore year, I was reading some of your stats and you led the NCAA in block shots highlighted by eight in one game. My question is, how do you eat so many pucks like that, and how <laughs> tough is it? Oh man, I get I get some uh, I get some chirps about that a lot, but um, I don't really know. Sometimes I think I'm just a puck magnet. Magnet. I think I think I've taken a few in the face. I don't know why it just hits me, but um, it's definitely become a big part of my game because I feel like um, if you have good angles and you understand where your body is according to where the net is and where their stick is trying to get that lane, um, it just kind of becomes a habit. And um, it's, it's big. It, it pumps up the team. I think that's one of the things I love about it most. But, um, yeah, definitely taking that many blocks is not exactly something I strive to do. But at the same time, it's um, definitely a, a good habit I've gotten in. And uh, what's the hardest shot that you've ever blocked? Or which one hurt the most? <laughs> oh, man. Um, there's a lot. I, I'd say a lot of the WCHA teams have some – have some hard shots um but probably uh either one I took I took it in my hand so I, I caught it which was a really dumb idea that was against Minnesota that one didn't feel good and then uh maybe like I don't know one in the one in like the quad because there's just a lot of muscle there when you tense up and maybe forearm there's it's cool there's a lot but yeah uh, definitely the WCHA team's hardest shots for sure um, and what, what, in your opinion, has been the biggest improvement you think you've made from your freshman year to going into your senior year now? Man, um, definitely going to have to go with consistency and attitude. Um, I really was easily swayed. I was kind of on this emotional roller coaster my freshman year and then my sophomore year, I kind of toned it down a bit, but I really feel like junior year I got under control. And, um, like I said, instead of instead of being, you know, up and down, really high and low, I'm kind of like up, but occasionally dipping a little bit. So just raising my standard as far as uh, making my great games better and my bad games um, not as bad and having them still maintain um, you know, a high level. Definitely that's the biggest thing. Now you lost again to Syracuse in the CHA finals and again this year to Mercyhurst. What do you feel like has to be done in order to get over that finals hump? Yeah, that's uh... – it's been tough. Definitely. Um, 
a heartbreaker, both, um, both this year and last year, and even the first year. Um, I think the biggest thing that, um, you know, I've noticed and some other girls that, that I've talked to have noticed is just um, having that winning mindset sooner in the year um, and just, you know, treating it like another game, but, but staying in the game um, the whole game and, and having the mindset that we are good enough to win um, way before the game even happens, way before the week before. Um, just having the mindset that we won't be denied. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that I'd like to try and maybe bring to the table um, earlier on in the year for sure. Now, also this past season, you became the leader in goals for Robert Morris's hockey program history. Um, how does it feel to have that title? And are you going to use it to maybe get some free passes at restaurants around the game? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that's definitely highly against NCAA rules. So I, I don't think I'll be getting any free meals. I mean, like after you graduate. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, it's it's cool. Um, the, the girl that held it previously was Kirsten Welsh, and uh, she ended up unfortunately getting a, a knee injury her um, her senior year. Otherwise, I think she might have blown it away. So I kind of I kind of hold myself to that standard of what she might have ended up with. But um, it's definitely such an unbelievable honor. And I don't think I would have been halfway there without the amazing teammates I've been able to play with. Um, just the, the way that they set me up and helped me achieve that goal has been incredible. So um, I guess just trying to set it as high as I can while I have the time, you know, nobody knows what the season's going to be like, but just making the most of it and trying to, trying to jump up and, and break the points record. That's the, the next goal. And talking about your team, what's it like to play under your coach, Paul Colinto? Um, it's, he's cool. He's awesome. I, I mean, he's just an incredible person. He cares so much about the girls. Um, and he, he does a great job of breaking things down and really, um, harping on the details. And, um, honestly, I think the details are some of the biggest things that you can focus on in the game because at the end of the day, um, if you're not good at the little things, the big things are going to fall apart. So, um, he does a, he does a great job of holding us to a high standard while also, um, you know, caring about who we are. And, um, you know, trying to keep it a good atmosphere, a good culture. And um, now we're getting to the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. My first question is, do you have any hidden talents that you would like to share? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I have um, this weird, I mean, I guess it's kind of normal, but I'm, I have like pretty good hand-eye coordination. I'm just batting pucks out of the air. Um, kind of an infamous talent, but um, a couple, couple high sticks where they shouldn't have been. But um, yeah, I'd have to say maybe like hand-eye coordination. Um, cooking is kind of like a weird talent I have. I don't really use recipes. I just kind of, I just kind of do it. It's weird. What's your favorite thing to cook? Oh, um, I'd have to go with maybe uh, stir fry or um, like kind of Chinese food type of thing. And will there be a cookbook coming out soon? Maybe after you graduate? <laughs> I don't think so. I have much talent. Yeah, definitely, definitely don't have much talent for a cookbook, but uh, my, own, my own recipes are in my head. Well, that's pretty impressive. And the next question is about food. What is your favorite pregame meal? Oh, um, yeah, the, the classic pasta never goes wrong, but um, I'd have to say maybe uh, salmon with asparagus um, and maybe like some rice or uh, red potatoes or something like that. Now, this is kind of a hockey question, but what's your favorite road arena you've played in? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
Maine was pretty cool. Um, the locker rooms were a little rough for us, but the, the rink was really cool. Um, I'd have to say the coolest atmosphere I've been in was uh, Minnesota, even though, again, that didn't turn out well for us at the time. But it was cool how many, how many fans and how much support they had. Um, uh, Cornell was also pretty cool for sure. And um, who has the best style on Robert Morris? <laughs> oh, man, we've got some good style on our team. Um, I'd have to say uh, Sarah LeCallier. Um, she, she just graduated, but um, her nickname is Crash. But she's, she's got some style, very good style. And uh, what's your favorite thing about Robert Morris that isn't hockey-related? Um, I love how small it is. Um, we have a very small campus. It's like <laughs> you go pretty quick. It's five minutes end to end. Um, and just everybody kind of knows everybody. And, um, you know, we all kind of welcome each other. There's always a helping hand. So I, I really like the, the atmosphere of Robert Morris, along with, like, the youth support in the area. And uh, getting back to some hockey questions now, my first one is what do you think has to be done to grow women's hockey? That's a good one. Um, I think some of the biggest thing is just exposure. Um, exposure is huge because a lot of people have never seen women's hockey, especially at a high level. Um, and then youth development, I think, is really big. Um, if you can show young girls what, it, what they could be, what they could do, and what they could accomplish, I think that'll really grow the game as far as just encouraging them to, to do what hasn't been done, um, to break barriers, just like, you know, Kendall Coyne, um, breaking the barrier with, with women's hockey, with skating, and, um, you know, the, the Olympic players breaking the barrier with pay, and um, just what's going on right now in women's hockey, just uniting and, and trying to uh, bring youth players up into it and get some exposure for the game as a whole, no matter where it comes from. And um, I have another hockey question, but it's not really to Robert Morris. The Seattle 32s, now the Seattle Kraken, just revealed their new name and logo. I have to ask, what is your opinion on that? <laughs> um, I've actually been a little in the dark on that. I've seen the logo and the colors a few times. I definitely, definitely like the colors. I'm a kind of, uh, I like out of the ordinary things. So definitely big fan of the colors. Um, the logo could kind of give or take. I might have to warm up to it, but um, overall pretty cool, pretty exciting. And my final question before we let you go is, what is your favorite hockey memory you have? Oh, man. Um, honestly, I, I don't really know that there's one I could pinpoint. I'd, I'd have to say, um, if I had to pick one, maybe just um, scoring a goal against Wisconsin at our um, battle at the Berg. It was just a big moment for me and, and for our team in general, just to, to tie that game up and um, to be playing and competing with that team the way we were was super exciting um and just kind of was a um a small victory for our team and for our program um considering like the resources we have and, and where our program is at right now well thank you so much emily for coming on i wish you all the best in the future and good luck next year thank you thanks for having me it's so exciting can't wait to hear more once again thank you to emily for taking time out of her busy schedule and coming on our podcast i appreciate it very much uh, we have another episode released today it's with former minnesota state player sarah Bustad. please check that out if you haven't already that'll about do it for the podcast there isn't really any college hockey news going on i appreciate you guys listening and i'll see you guys tomorrow peace We're full of